Lockdown. Our daily podcast to keep you sane during the chaos. 21 days, 21 professionals. Plus 14. 35 days, 35 professionals. To keep you sane during the lockdown extended edition. Hello and welcome back to day 21 of our podcast and day 21 of lockdown. What would have been the last day of lockdown, but now the first day of our extension. With me is the incredible Danielle DeToy and my name is Kirsten Farquharson. Today we have an amazing guest. Her name is Heidi Funnemerver. She studied her undergraduate in psychology at Stellenbosch University. She did her honors in psychology at Eunice University, a trauma internship at Janet, by the way. She also volunteered for CIC Milneton, ACVV Malkbos. She has worked in schools. She works with children and adults. She does a lot of on-site trauma debriefings. And she did her B-Psych internship after her honors. She also has two busy kids and an even busier dog. Heidi, it is so special to have you with us today. Thanks very much for having me on the show, Danny and Kirst. It's a privilege. Heidi, thank you so much for being here. And could you please start off by telling us what is trauma? Well, you know what? I think trauma, when we think about it, um, it can be viewed in different ways. A traumatic event is viewed as something that's very, very distressing for somebody, for most people. So it would have to be that your life is in danger or you'd feel as if your life is in danger. So the experience is very it's extraordinary, it's shocking, it's unpredictable and unavoidable, very much like what we're experiencing at the moment. So one can also distinguish between um, chronic trauma and acute trauma. So acute trauma is something uh, which would be like a single incident. For example, you're on your way to work and suddenly you have a fender bender and quite shocked by the incident it's unpredictable you feel overwhelmed but that would be an example of an acute trauma chronic trauma would be something more ongoing and repetitive sort of like domestic violence being stuck in a really unhappy and abusive marriage those kind of things so it's just important to distinguish between the two types of traumas but i think the main elements are that it would need to be life-threatening and it would be an unexpected uh, event that's happened to you. So it doesn't have to be of a short duration. It can be of a longer duration, but it's just extremely traumatic. Um, yeah. Thank you for that, Heidi. Why might COVID-19 be traumatic for some people? Okay, so if we think about trauma and um, why COVID might be traumatic for some people, trauma is linked to a feeling of loss. So if we think about loss, we often feel um, loss in terms of, maybe losing someone um, to, to a dreaded disease or a car accident or something like that, which is very, very traumatic. But COVID is something that has happened and it's brought about with it feelings of loss in terms of a lifestyle that we used to lead, like a pretty normal lifestyle. We used to go to work, get up, have your routine, feed your children, go to school. Um, and all of that has suddenly been taken away from us. So that's why I think the COVID could be seen as a really traumatic event that has impacted all of us in our lives in so many ways. If you think about job losses and the economic impact of this pandemic, it's absolutely unavoidable and traumatic. 
And then we also, um, we are constantly witnessing trauma. So secondary trauma in terms of the media and the news, even if it's fake news, we're constantly bombarded by images that are distressing and, you know, we're even hearing things on the radio every time you turn on the radio or the TV or social media, you, you're most likely to be bombarded by some kind of trauma so, or traumatic news. So in that respect, I think COVID has a big impact on our lives and we should be mindful of being able to manage it. You know, we are affected by COVID in a, in a very, very global way, but we're also affected by it in terms of our communities, our families, our social circles, you know, our whole normal has been just disrupted. So just to be mindful of the effects of trauma and, you know, that it's almost like an onion that we peel. Um, there are different layers to it. Um, there's society on the one hand, there's community on the other hand, there's um, our friendships and our family circles on the other hand that are all traumatized and all in a different sense. And I think we all respond to that differently. And I think we should respect the fact that people respond to this differently and that no, there's no single, yeah, there's no single one size fits all that will be applicable to everybody when it comes to dealing with this. Thanks, Heidi. I think it's so important for us to be able to manage it. And, you know, and saying that we should be mindful of managing it is a really important piece of advice. In saying that, what are some possible coping mechanisms that people can use in this time to cope with some of the trauma that they might be dealing with due to this epidemic and due to the lockdown? Look, I think we all know that there are good and bad coping mechanisms. You know, I always say, keep it simple, stupid. Stick to the kiss rule. So you know, get enough rest, follow a good diet and exercise, follow a familiar routine, talk to your family and friends. And I know it's very difficult because we can't get into our cars and we can't drive to our family members or our friends or our loved ones. But what we can do is we can connect socially. We have got, we've got the internet, we've got media, we've got cell phones. So pick up the phone and connect with somebody. Try and, try and put yourself in that person's shoes and, and, and just sort of connect and be human again with one another. So also a thing that one can do is just remember to take things one step at a time. I know as people, we often want to rush and get things done. And we often set ourselves, you know, limits that are not attainable or goals that are not attainable rather. So spend some time with your family and friends and don't put pressure on yourself to sort of overcome this trauma or overcome COVID really quickly because I think the lasting effects are going to be very lasting in the long term and you might find yourself re-traumatized even after lockdown is over. So those are some of the good coping mechanisms. Um, if we think about bad coping mechanisms, it would obviously be you know, too much alcohol use or using drugs to numb your feelings also withdrawing socially from people, so not connecting, even if it is on a social platform. Um, and also to have unrealistic expectations for your recovery from trauma. So to think that we're going to emerge from the lockdown with no scars, I don't think that's a realistic view that we should have. So, you know, don't look for easy answers and don't take on too many new projects. So don't unexpectedly, you know, jump around from a job to a job, don't terminate relationships, don't jump to any hasty decisions in terms of marriage or relationships. So just take your time and, and breathe. 
Adi, I think those are some wonderful coping mechanisms, especially the importance of really connecting to people during this time when so many people do feel disconnected and making a concerted effort, even for the people that are living at home alone, they can connect with someone over, over Zoom or over the cell phone, different ways like that. Heidi, what would your take home piece of advice be for people during lockdown? You know, I think the take-home piece of advice would just be, remember, stick to the basics. You know, practice your mindfulness routines. There's so many apps that you can download these days. Social media is at our fingertips. Take the time to actually just quieten down a little bit and use the, the time to become a little bit unbusy and do things like progressive muscle relaxation. There's so many things that we can find on the internet that are at our fingertips that we just need to reach out and use. So... You know, try not, try not to be too hard on yourself and just take some time to, yeah, take some time out and actually enjoy the time out. Although I know it can be stressful for most, um, we're, we're faced with many dilemmas, but um, I think, you know, we all experience trauma very, very differently. So, you know, go with the flow, go with what you're feeling. And if you're feeling irritated or irritable one day, see it as a symptom maybe of the trauma that you're experiencing and that's okay. If you're feeling a little bit fuzzy and you're not thinking straight, maybe see that as a part of the trauma and what you're experiencing as well. Trauma doesn't just have to have a physical after effect or an aftershock. It can be emotional, it can be cognitive, it can be behavioral, it can be in so many ways. So, you know, just embrace it and rather than fight it, go with it. Thank you so much, Heidi. That is such containing and grounding words of wisdom, you know, I think having had the news last week of the extension, a lot of people have found this week incredibly trying. It's been a trying three weeks, but particularly trying today when it was supposed to have come to an end and now it's not. And I think, you know, the, the words that you're giving us today are very containing and very validating of the fact that this is a time where trauma will be felt, where we will feel traumatized by this, even though it's out of our control, we will still feel that same sense of aggressive trauma, even though it's a passive act. And I thank you very much for your wisdom and for your words. It's been incredibly encouraging and helpful. Thank you very much. Thanks for allowing me to, to have a chat on the show. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much, Heidi, for your incredible wisdom and for providing such a space for, for anchoring people. I think this is going to be so beneficial for people and it's, it's such a breath of fresh air hearing this, as Kirst has said, when the lockdown was supposed to be coming to a close. So I'm so grateful that we could have you on today's episode, you know, providing insight, providing wisdom to anchor and ground people. And we really admire and respect your, your therapeutic work and just your optimism during this time in communicating in, in such a peaceful and calming way that that really creates such a sense of peace so we're really thankful and and grateful for you thank you Heidi I appreciate it thanks Danielle for those of you that would want to contact Heidi to have a chat to her or to contact her for online therapy sessions you can contact her on her email address that's Heidi h-e-i-d-i v-d-m at lantic l-a-n-t-i-c so that's it for us we will see you next time on how to mental health lockdown edition stay sane everybody we'll check in later see you soon